If you're single and looking for love, you're probably stuck in a pattern. Maybe it's conscious, maybe it's not. But if your goal is to have a fun, passionate, safe, unconditionally loving relationship, and you do not have one while you're watching this, there's something that you can do different to get a different result. In today's Love You podcast, I'm gonna reveal the most common patterns that prevent amazing women like you from getting the love you deserve. Good news, whichever pattern you fall into, I can help you get out of it. Stick around. I'm Evan Mark Katz, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women, and your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You podcast. Keep listening to discover the three main things blocking you from love right now. When we're done, I'll let you know how you could apply to Love You to create a passionate relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Before people enroll in my Love You Live course, you fill out an application, you watch a video, you fill out an application, and then me, someone on my team, spends an hour talking on the phone with you. And we ask a series of very pointed, specific relationship questions that are designed to reveal your patterns, your blind spots when it comes to dating and relationships. We call these love you breakthrough sessions. And once you do a few hundred of these calls, like I do since it's my business, it becomes ever more obvious where good women like you are getting stuck. And so as I go through this, chances are um, at least one of these ideas has applied to you. Perhaps all three have applied to you. So if that's the case and you feel personally indicted, don't despair. The first step to fixing a problem is admitting to the problem. And with that, here are the three things. And these are really just sort of phases of dating and relationships where women can get ground into something that's not working and forget to raise the bar higher. Number one is taking time off. Now, if you have had a checkered relationship past, um, I don't blame you for taking time off. Sometimes we all need a mental break. Uh, no one's going to suggest that you should plow ahead and, you know, the second you get out of a three-year relationship, reactivate your profile the next morning. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm fundamentally moderate temperament and I want you to be too. The problem is that taking time off when you really do want love goes past I'm taking some time to heal and becomes into I'm going to avoid emotion, I'm going to avoid risk, I'm going to avoid intimacy, and ultimately I'm going to avoid love. I'm so afraid of getting hurt by the wrong man, I'm so afraid of wasting time on the wrong man, I'm so afraid that I don't trust my own judgment that I will do nothing. And under the guise of doing nothing, I'm going to tell the whole world, and I'm even going to tell myself that I don't really want to find love. I'm going to throw myself into my work. I'm going to throw myself into my home renovation. I'm going to throw myself into fitness. I'm going to throw myself into being an aunt. I'm going to throw myself into building a brand. I'm going to throw myself... And the next thing you know, one year, five years, 10 years go by. I'm not saying that time is worthless. I'm not saying those passions that you pursue, pursue don't have value. But every day I talk to women who tell me their version of their story and a big portion of their story is, yeah, I blocked out dating for a good decade from 35 to 45, right? Something like that. Like it happens all the time. I chose not to. And now I'm discovering it's even tougher to find love. 
now that I'm 45, now that I'm 55. Right? Hear it all the time. So taking time off can be healing, it can be therapeutic, right? but like all good things, it should come in small doses, it should come in moderation. What you don't want to do is take a guiatus and turn it into a semi-permanent guiatus where you spend so much time working on yourself. That's the terminology everybody uses. I was, I was working on myself. Okay, well, we're all works in progress. You're never going to perfect it. Most of us fall in love despite being imperfect human beings. So to spend years and years and years on the shelf watching life pass you by, right? and it is harder, objectively harder to find love the older you get. So it's not even serving you that well to take all this time off. So you get hurt, you heal, you lick your wounds, you dust yourself off, you, re you reactivate your online dating profile. Right? In, a, in a month, like in a week, like if it's, it's someone you're dating in a month, if you're in a longer relationship, I mean, you take your time and then eventually you get back out there and realize love is yours. It's, it's an opportunity that's out there. Some people aim for it. Some people anchor themselves here and say, I'm never gonna aim, never gonna get it. And so they never get to achieve up here. And this is a matter of settling. You don't think you're settling. I settled in my previous relationship. This is settling. If you actually want this, if you actually want full unconditional love and life integration and a partner in crime and all those other cliches, this exists, but only for the people who actively go for it. Number two, um, the other pattern that I see is people who continue to date the same way they were before, which is usually pursuing high risk, high chemistry dating situations. So if number one is taking time off, number two is the definition of insanity, which is dating the same guy in a different body, scrolling through people on dating apps, looking for the next cute guy who looks like the, the kind of person you're with based on, on looks and income and education and class, right? And a two line bio, knowing full well that this is an ineffective way of searching for a partner, but it certainly is easy. It doesn't take much to do this. And so then you do the same thing. You swipe right, you text, you meet a total stranger, you hook up, you keep your fingers crossed that the hookup turns into a relationship. Maybe it turns into a relationship, but you didn't really get to know him very well. Now that you know him really well, you stick around. Once again, same thing. And we also realize that we can get derailed by the fact that most people aren't right for you. And we could turn that into something that has greater meaning. You can draw the conclusion that, that your city is terrible, that there's no good guys, there's no good guys on this dating site, that you're too old. You can draw all these false conclusions. Right? And so here, I wanna give you the real conclusion. 90% of guys, definitely not your husband. So you don't have to spend too much time lamenting that. Let's just accept that as a fact. Step into a subway, not the, restaurant, the, an actual subway, step onto a bus, go into a mall, all these places that barely exist anymore. Realize most people aren't your husband. So don't despair too much when reality proves that true. What you have to do is just be able to shake it off a little bit quicker right? and keep on pursuing relationships that give back where you don't feel anxious, where you don't feel drained. But if you always pursue the same situation where you're in a relationship with a guy and he has all the power and you feel really anxious and you are walking on eggshells and you don't know when he's going to leave you and you don't know when he's going to hear from you again. That's the definition of insanity. And you pursue that because it feels 
like you're achieving something. You feel like you're getting a catch, but really all you're doing is catching a case of your own anxious attachment style. If number one is big mistake you're making is taking too long away from dating, number two is dating high chemistry, low compatibility men under the guise that somehow one of these is going to eventually pop. High chemistry, low compatibility men, and they don't. They just waste your time. Number three, and again, you can see how these things overlap. Number three is, let's say you get one of these high chemistry, low compatibility men to become your boyfriend. Now what's the problem? You're staying in a bad relationship. You won't call it a bad relationship. After all, he's a doctor. He's an investment banker. He's, uh, he runs a venture capital firm. After all, he's amazing in bed. and He's really ambitious and intelligent. After all, your friends are really impressed by him. So you stay. You're not happy. You're walking on eggshells. You're miserable. You're waiting by your phone. He yells at you. He tells you you're too needy and tells you you're too demanding. And yet you justify it. Yeah, this is love. Making huge compromises that leave you feeling bereft and unhappy. And so you stay thinking, well, I, 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 I nabbed this guy. I can't let him go. It's hard to find a guy of this caliber. It's actually not. Because this caliber says nothing about your relationship. That's comparing men side by side based on their resumes. What matters is how you feel in the relationship. So if your relationship doesn't lift you, if your relationship is draining, then it's not a good relationship no matter how great he, sees, he seems on paper. And so you don't double down on sunk costs. You don't double down on chemistry. You don't say, well, he's great. The relationship is no good, but he's great. And maybe things are going to change. What you want to do is avoid being the woman who spends way too much time in a relationship, which certainly from the outside is a dead end. And even from the inside doesn't feel joyous. I've done the same thing. I'm you know, not condemning you, um, but I think it's really important to recognize when to cut your losses. And in Love You, we try to not turn anybody into a boyfriend who doesn't have great boyfriend qualities. And we could usually assess those in about a month. Right? And at any time in the relationship, you're the CEO who's taking the temperature and giving the guy the equivalent of a qu quarterly evaluation. If the guy is not making you happy and love you, we dump him. In real life, you stay hoping things get better and they feel like they did in the first month you were dating. Right? Two years in, you're waiting for that first month to come back. It's not coming back. So look at yourself and ask yourself, where do you find yourself? Which one or two or three of these things have you done? Taking too much time off, pursuing high-risk, high-chemistry dating situations, or staying in a bad relationship for too long. So what are you doing right? And what are you doing wrong? And if you recognize that you're avoiding intimate relationships, or you're consistently choosing bad guys online, or you're staying in a partnership where you don't feel safe or happy, what are you going to do about it right now? This is why thousands of women have turned to me, have gone through Love You, to break these patterns, to establish newer, healthier ones with a group of other smart, motivated women, to actually get a tangible result that makes you happy. I look forward to seeing you there soon. My name is Evan Mark Katz. Thank you for tuning into the Love You podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please share an honest review on Apple. More reviews equals more awareness of the Love You podcast and more love in the world. And if you have everything except a man and you want to have a happy, healthy relationship, 
I can help you. In Love You, you will gain confidence, learn to trust your judgment, and find a man who makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Go to www.evanmarkkatz.com and click to watch my free video. When you're done, you could apply to Love You to join hundreds of other smart, strong, successful women in a coaching community where women like you actually get the love you deserve. I'll see you there.